All right. All right. So we are going. Okay. All right. Um, so let me scoot in a little bit because you got to get a closer look at me, right? Is this good? Yes. Okay. All right. Take three. <laughs> so, so we are old people, and I'm in charge of this. This is uh, this is Dirk Nooch, whatever. And uh, we've recorded this podcast twice, <laughs> sort of, in in uh, half fashion. <clears throat> so we're taking uh, shot number three. If it doesn't work this time, it may just be time to punt because maybe you're be getting a message from God. So anyway, um, here we are, take three. The problem is we've had some some really interesting like reveals, I think, between us that aren't going to be as interesting anymore, um, just because they're not live the way they were the first time. But I don't, I don't know where to start. I, I've got a couple things that happened to me this last week and are hap currently happening, which are kind of interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about what this podcast is and kind of reintroduce ourselves and our names? All right. So that was the first thing we, we talked about in the initial podcast. And I'm going to keep referring to that because if I don't refer to those initial two podcasts that we did, um, I feel completely unnatural. I feel like we're just faking it and I can't fake it because that's, that's useless. Because you're real. So what? You're real. I am very real. I gotta find out a way. So I gotta find out a way that I can have your face in front of me, but not get the glare on my glasses. I'm still getting a little bit over here, aren't I? No, it's fine. Nobody cares. I can... Nobody's gonna be like, man, that video is so great. Except that glare on his glasses just killed it. I feel like there was a movie where where somebody says nobody cares. Nobody cares. See, nobody cares. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park. At the at, when he meets the guy, and he's like, uh, "We're not supposed to use our real name." Ah, uh, yes, Dodson. Dodson. Dodson's here. I nobody okay. Cares. <laughs> okay. I work with a guy. I worked with a guy for like a oh my gosh, since probably two thousand nine. They named Dodson. His last name Dodson. So every time I see him, because I still see him, I used to, I worked with him at a previous job, and then we both moved over to our current uh, employer. And every time I see him, I go, Dotson, we got Dotson here, Dotson. And he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Of course he does. So, oh, yeah, it's perfect. So He's like, are, man, I've never heard that joke before. Yeah, right. <laughs> but imagine if it was like you're watching it and it, it's your name on there. You're going to remember. But that's just a, just a great scene where he's, yeah, I love that scene, cackling uncontrollably because the shaving cream actually comes out of the, of the container that's holding the uh, dinosaur larva i don't know what they are <laughs> whatever they are let's move on all right so when we first talked uh i talked about how i i had not spoken to you about what my goal was for the podcast we've talked about doing a podcast for a long time just kind of mentioned it and never did anything and you've kept a blog for a long time which i have read a few times like three or more. Wow. Yeah, I know. I have like four or five loyal readers. Exactly. It's pretty popular. You are pretty popular. Um, so we talked about doing, never did it, never had the topic. So I was teasing you, teasing you by previewing me and saying, hey, so we're going to do this. 
And my, my thought was that we were best friends all the way, basically, we call it junior high, but middle school, sixth grade, all the way through 12th grade. We lived, I don't know, what, half mile from each other in the same subdivision. We'd ride our bikes back and forth. When we could drive, we were driving. We were at each other's house, um, especially before we could drive. One of the other's house every night of the week, basically. We were best friends. And then we went off to college, went to different colleges, both in the same state. We saw each other over holidays. I didn't come home in the summer. I only came home in the summer one time. Uh, we, I remember we took one camping trip together, which that will be a story. Um, hi, Sarah. <laughs> you think Sarah will watch this or listen? She will now. She hears about it. Yeah, there she goes. Um, lovely people, but that was definitely, that was... I took two camping trips in college, and I've never gone camping since, and I will never go camping. Um, so we did that. We had took a camping trip. You came up to my apartment one time. I don't think I ever came to Rollo. You did. I did? You did. Yeah, you slept on my couch. I did? Yeah, serious. When was that? When I was at Rollo. I don't know. Did Matt come? No, just you. Because Matt has a story where he was hitchhiking back from Rolla to Kirksville and a he car knocked him up and his superhuman strength held him onto a bridge. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to move this camera so I can just look at it. This is a pain in the butt. Oh, please. This is super entertaining for both of our listeners. Whoa. Okay, look at that giant. Okay, I'm just doing that. All right, here we are. Sorry. We're back. So, anyway, so we went to different colleges. Then after college, uh, you majored in math and science, well, math and physics, and I majored in theater. And I went into the ministry. I came back to uh, the St. Louis area, went into the ministry, and you moved out to Colorado to work for Hughes Aircraft, right? True. We met our spouses. We raised our families. We went on, on spiritual and religious journeys. We went through our jobs. And now we're finally at a point in our lives where we can spend time podcasting because we're not chasing kids around or, or for you, chasing jobs around. Um, and I thought it would be a really good time for us to catch up and see if we can become uh we not that we haven't talked along the way we talked a lot but you know you, you lose that super tight connection even though for me i still consider you like my you know i, I have a brother but i i still consider you like my i don't know what you call it second taller brother we'll say what taller brother well that's all of them <laughs> it's, it's uh yeah when i meet somebody new that and they say, oh, I'm taller than you. And it's like, yeah, welcome to a very large club. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thought it would be a good chance for us to tell stories, talk to each other, kind of explore our journeys to this point. Because the uh, those journeys are really interesting, I think. And we both have some really fun stories. And I thought this would be a good way to do it out in the public for the entire world to consume. Because we are so amazingly interesting. Indeed. And, and that's why I thought we could have a podcast. And here we are. And here we are. Now put the Cheeto down and talk.
No, I'm still eating. You got to tell tell me why you're called Nooch. You got to explain this. Are you serious? Are you just gonna keep popping? I only got two left. All right. So we uh so half of our name in the uh in the podcast is Nooch, which is actually it's both of our names, but I've kind of kept the moniker over the years. So I'm leaving the camera right now on you, uh, popping big puffy Cheetos. By the way. Um. So we. As I mentioned, we spent pretty much every day together, probably at least sixth through tenth grade until we could really drive and we got jobs and started doing some different stuff. And we still spent most of our time together outside. <laughs> Are you going to stick a tootsie pop in your mouth? So think about the incredible world we live in where I can order on Amazon, and I got these today, a bag of tootsie pops that only contains purple and red. Oh. Which are the best flavors. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. What, what a time to be alive. Did you arrange them in the cup like that? I just put them in there. So, yes. <laughs> you separated. It blew on one side. You're serious. All right. Well, we don't want to interrupt your three licks to get to the center of that. But um, I prefer blow pops, by the way. I, I would. I really don't get much of a Tootsie Roll pop. Anyway, so what am I talking about? Think about your nickname. Oh, yeah. So we spent all this time together all the way through 6th through 12th grade. And um, we watched Star Wars, uh, I would say, relentlessly. So we watched the original three Star Wars movies. That's all there were at the time. This was the 80s. And we had really, we, we probably had only had VCRs at the time we started. We probably started watching in 84. That would have been when we were in sixth grade or thereabouts. And I'd only had a VCR for a couple of years. And you, you I don't know your situation, but, you know, it was still pretty new, the idea that you could have a videotape and watch a movie whenever you wanted to and not wait for it to come on on Saturday movies or something. So we wore out videotapes of uh, all the three stars movies, Indiana Jones. That was it. Just those, those movies, right? Pretty much. And... We watched Empire Strikes Back specifically a lot, and we would uh, have it on the background while we were just doing stuff or sleeping on my pull-out sofa where I'd wake up every morning with perfect hair and you'd get mad. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen normally. How does he do it? It doesn't happen. So, I mean, now I'm kind of, you know, not as much. Um, anyway, in Return of the Jedi... C-3PO is, is recounting the story of Luke and Han and Leia and Chewie, recounting it to the Ewoks, because he's the only one that can speak Ewok, even though it's a rather primitive dialect. And he tells the story of the Millennium Falcon and Chimney Tudu, Cloud, I think that's Cloud City, and he, and he mentions Nuch Vader. And so Jeff, We'll get to that in a minute. Jeff and I uh, proceeded to, co to call each other Nooch Dirk, which is my name. Uh, D-I-R-Q-U-E. We spelled it not, you don't spell it with D-I-R-K like it should be. And Nooch Jeff, J-E-P-H. Um, pretty much ever since, I still, you know, still refer to each other. But I use the word, I use the name Nooch. I play a lot of phone games and online games, mostly Star Wars stuff, and I use the word Nooch in those games. So my name is Nooch online, if anybody has ever met Nooch. Um, 
that is I. Although there are some other out there, I, I guess it's a thing from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but I don't, I, I know nothing about that, very little. Um, so anyway, so I am, I am Nooch of the Nooch and Cosmo podcast or show or whatever we're calling it. And uh, then I will turn it over to you. Yeah, so, so you've been Nooch for a long, long time, 20, 30 years. And uh, I've only been Cosmo for a few months, and that came about because prior to moving to Montana, um, my wife, Laurelie, and I were sitting on the couch, and we were kind of talking about our upcoming move and trying to figure out, you know, the things that we needed to do to get all that in order. And she just kind of out of the blue said, you know, when we move to Montana, we should, we should, uh, we should take on new names. We should sort of redefine ourselves with new names. And it's kind of an interesting idea. And so I said, well, that, that sounds interesting. Well, what would your new name be? And she said, I think I want to be Pepper. And it turns out Pepper really suits her. It's a great name and uh, certainly a lot easier to spell and to pronounce than Laura Lee is. But then I had to think of a name for myself. So I kind of pondered on that for a little bit and decided that Cosmo would be um, a really good name. And I didn't do that because of Seinfeld. Um, I don't really watch Seinfeld. I didn't do it because BYU's mascot is Cosmo the Cougar. It just sounded like kind of a cool name. And so uh, when we moved to Montana, everyone we introduced ourselves to in our new home, uh, we were Cosmo and Pepper. And so, uh, so up here, up in the north, uh, I'm Cosmo, and I've been gradually changing all of my logins. I've been changing, I don't know, my, my, my phone bill and my, uh, my Home Depot account, my Lowe's account, all those things. Every Amazon package I get comes to Cosmo. So it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and it's just kind of, kind of funny and silly and just a, a way to sort of, uh, you know, now that we've moved to Montana, to sort of uh, redefine ourselves. And there's a whole midlife crisis thing that uh, comes into play that we can talk about later. But, uh, but there I am. So we've got Nooch and Cosmo uh, here to have a good time together. So, and, so wait, uh, what's that? I was going to say, so the first time that you said this was much more entertaining. You did a good job explaining it. But you, uh, you kind of went. You're sitting there, and you go. So, uh, thought I'd come out with this now. I, uh, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't change want to my fake. name. You didn't want to be fake, so I didn't want to, you know, sort of do the big reveal. Um, and of course, all of our, all of our listeners, all of our watchers have already seen the name of it, so they're probably just wondering what that's about. Well, I think all of our listeners are probably going to know who we are at this point. So, Derek, our friend Derek, is going to love that. He'll be, he will be, he'll, oh, he'll, oh, he will. how does your mom feel about that? So, so it, it was interesting. So there's the whole, we moved to Montana and we're meeting people for the first time and introducing ourselves as Cosmo and Pepper. And that's fine. People are always like, oh, that's a really cool name. Where'd you get those names? And for a while we kind of faked it. We said things like, well, you know, that's what everyone just calls us, you know, and, <laughs> and try to play it off. Like, yeah, I've been Cosmo forever. Um, but uh, eventually the truth came out and we had to sort of admit that we, we made up those names two months ago or whatever. Um, it was pretty funny when, uh, when Pepper would make phone calls to people, she would literally have a piece of paper sitting in front of her that said, my name is Pepper. <laughs> so, when she, so when she'd call somebody on the phone and she's talking, she's like, hey, this is Pepper. She'd have to remind herself. Now it's, it's much more second nature. We're, we're more used to it now. But it was pretty funny trying to get used to calling each other these, uh, these different names. So, so that takes care of the Montana, but then there's all that my Colorado friends and even my Missouri friends, my, my, uh, my family, people who have known me as, as Jeff my whole life. And 
and what to do about that. And so I've just been gradually introducing that concept to people sort of like this and saying, hey, by the way, now that I moved to Montana, I've taken on a new name and I'm Cosmo and you can call me Cosmo. And so far, everyone's been a good sport about it. And after a little bit of good natured ribbing, um, it's it's been fine. People call me that or they don't, whatever. Um, but to no one's surprise, uh, when my mom heard this whole story, <laughs> sort of like, I will never call you Cosmo. So there are at least, there's at least one person on this earth that's never gonna, gonna call me Cosmo, which is okay. Last weekend, um, my nephew was visiting. He's three, he just turned three. He's a cute little guy. And he used to call me Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Jeff. And that was three uncles. And, uh, and then we had to tell him that now Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Jeff is Uncle Cosmo. And it was so funny watching this poor little kid try to figure it out. You know, um, Larley was anti-law, and now she's uh, anti-pepper. And so this poor kid was, like, getting a little confused, and he was doing his best. He'd call me, sometimes he'd call me Uncle Uncle Jeff, sometimes he'd call me Uncle Cosmo, um, but he's he's picking it up. So over time, uh, it'll work out. Everyone will start calling me Cosmo, and it'll be great. And the next time we move, I'll have to come up with a new name. That'll be a while, though. Yeah, well, at three, he'll be fully indoctrinated. He'll never remember you or Jeff. Right, he won't remember that when he's 16 anymore. You'll be fine. So I just thought of a story from your mom back in the day. Because I uh, I remember there was a time when I was at your house and we were doing normal stuff. By the way, normal stuff for us was um, ping pong, video games on the Apple IIe, um, and uh, Canasta. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit, which we'll discuss later. But I can't do it all natural this time. It's going to have to be, we're going to have to be really, I don't know. I don't know how we'll do that. But so I don't know what we were doing. And all of a sudden your mom just starts screaming bloody murder. And, and I, I, you know, I'm like, you know, your mom can be pretty intimidating. And uh, I was like, oh, what's going on? And, and you had put, <laughs> you would put a red sock in with the whites and the wash. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole thing was pink. <laughs> the, the, entire, that. the entire load was pink. And she was going off, just going and going. And then like 10 minutes into it, she goes, she sees that I'm there and goes, why is Dirk still here? Get out of here. And you're probably doing the awkward, my friend is getting yelled at by his mom and I, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> I just thought of that story when you were talking about your mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Schrader. Or excuse me, oh, now our names are out there. Your name is anyway. Um, yeah, so we have this running argument. So since we talk about trivial pursuit, we'll talk about it now. It'll come up again later. It'll it just comes up. Um, with this running argument, we if anybody's played trivial pursuit, which I thought a little bit more about that, and so you and I would play like trivial pursuit one on one, like like fourteen. Stuff. What? Like total studs. Yeah, like 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 the cool kids do. So we would play uh, like fourteen year olds playing one on one trivial pursuit. In trivial pursuit, you get a little round, um, round. I'm not supposed to make this signaling. Round. Um, what game piece? I guess. And it's got six little pie pieces in there, and the pie pieces are little triangular pieces of plastic that you try and. If you answer a question right from like the category of history or geography or whatever, sports and leisure, you get that color pie piece and you put it in your 
game piece, so you fill up all six squares, and you move to the middle, answer one more question, and win. So sometimes we would take those pie pieces, and we would, they're little triangles, we would just squeeze them and shoot them at each other. And then one time we were playing, and I, I shot it, and it actually flew through the air and landed in an empty uh, glass that used to have Pepsi in it, because there's always Pepsi at your house. But Indeed. I remember I did that. I shot that through the air and landed in the glass. That was amazing. Yes. So the best part of this story for all two of our listeners is that um, I absolutely know that it was me who shot the pipe <laughs> in the glass. Um, I, I distinctly remember it. remember it being like the highlight of my entire life. And you try to take it <laughs> from me by saying it was you. So one of these days, the truth will out. And the way the truth will out is probably one of us will be speaking at the other's funeral and the other will not be around to dispute the story. So, so that makes just, it true? Just know that the truth is it was me. Wait a minute. Wait, you just said one of these days the truth will out when one of us is at the funeral speaking. Yeah. Does that make it true? Whoever whoever lives longest is... is uh, yeah, there's no one, no one there to dispute it. <laughs> so in a court of law... Now it's true. I'm no lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that would make it true. That's fair. That's that's very fair. Interesting. This will come up again. It comes up uh, too often. It probably does. We could probably have a whole like series of podcasts on like the human memory and the human mind because that's really a it's a deep topic. Or we could tell funny stories about our childhood, like when the we used to do that. I uh, I got a call from my sister. I was at your house, and she called and said, uh, "Robbie Stevenson just egged our house." <laughs> <laughs> do so you know we're we're vigilantes looking out for justice so we get in your duster the 72 73 72 plymouth duster 72 plymouth duster with snakeskin roof oh i have stories about this car i tell these stories still to people that i meet and we and we hop in and we start heading down to my house and lo and behold there's robbie stevenson riding his bike away from our house this is not fun this is not a funny story anymore by the way this is like, oh my like, gosh it's so funny and so, uh, so we start chasing him down the road, and and you're you're driving, you know, all of ten miles an hour, and I'm leaning out the window, <laughs> going, "Robbie, we're gonna run you over, we're gonna get you, man!" And he's like pedaling as fast as his little whatever eight year old legs can can go, and he was panicked, and and uh, we chased him all the way to his house, where he ran inside, and then his mom came out. She's like, "What are you doing?" And explained that he had egged her house. She was pretty hot. I mean, she was what? Angry. She was angry. <laughs> angry, hot, um, hot with anger, heated. <coughs> she was upset about what we had done, and nowadays you'd probably get arrested for it. Oh, yeah, big time. Anyway, so we leave, and eventually I go back home, and uh, a time goes by, and then the doorbell rings, and there's Robbie Stevenson at the door with his mom. <laughs> He's like, I want to clean your window. So his mom made him come down and apologize and clean our window. Oh, wow. I didn't, you didn't know? I, I got to be honest with you. I don't remember one second. You've told that story a bunch. I, I have no memory of that. You don't remember the Robbie Stevenson story? No. Man. But I bet if Robbie Stevenson hears about this, he's going to be thrilled that his name is on our yeah. our highly popular podcast. Wow. That in was which, a class. That in was which a class. I'm clicking back and forth on our pictures on, uh, on uh, Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I know we have lots of stories. I'm gonna, let me tell you what's going on in my life. Okay. So, I, I have two things. 
The first is, so I've been I've been going to the gym to work out. I've been I did a lot at home, and then we joined uh, the local gym here. And Luke and I were going up and swimming, and then we were going up and working out together for a little while. And then he broke his foot. Hmm. Um, yeah, running in gym class, like a little tiny fracture. So he's in a boot. So he's not going to work out now. Um, I offered to go down and do upper body. He's like, no, he likes doing the running, walking and stuff. So I was at the gym Saturday. And just doing my regular workout, and I was on the calves machine, and uh, I have small, I, I do not have big calves, I have skinny legs. And so I was kind of pushing a little bit, and when I got, so when I got through my second set, and I could feel my calves kind of cramping up a little bit, so I was just trying to wiggle them out, I started feeling sick. And I actually got, I, I broke into like a cold sweat. I walked down the locker room and sat with my head between my legs for about 10 minutes in a cold sweat, feeling alternately like I was going to uh, have diarrhea and have or puke, and then like even for a moment that I was going to pass out. So this never, ever happens. I, I don't remember the last time I felt sick. Probably once a decade, I, I feel really sick like that. <clears throat> and with all the flu going around and everything and, you know, coronavirus. Um, we weren't worried about that yet. That was Saturday. <laughs> it's now it's Wednesday. Now. Yeah, we're in full panic now. It's Wednesday. Um, now, I was just thinking of the flu and, and how it had been going around. And, 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 like, everybody I know at work, their kids had the flu, and they got the flu. And I'm like, man, do I have the flu? So I, ran, I went to the clinic. Well, they ran, like, every test on me. Once I told them that my dad's, you know, had is having heart issues and, I've, I've never had any symptoms of my heart having problems, but so they did like an EKG and a chest x-ray. They were trying to see if I had a heart attack. And I wasn't super worried about it because I didn't really, I, I was starting to feel better as time went on. And basically they got to the end and said, eh, everything looks really good. You're fine, but you should go see a cardiologist because maybe, and I'm thinking, no. I looked up on Google while you were doing your tests. and I'm self-diagnosed. <laughs> Thanks well, for your time, doctor. Doctor. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> well, since they've told me it's nothing, there's basically, you know, basically I probably overexerted myself, and I guess the blood will rush away from areas of the body to to feed, like to feed my calves at the time or something, because they were cramping, and then it gives you that sick feeling. And when I told uh, my oldest son Jeff, he was like, "Yeah, I've done that a lot," because he's like, he's a gymnastics coach and he's been in athletics for a long time, so he's he's like, "I puked all the time." Well, I'm like, "Oh." I, I guess I've never really exercised that hard or something or or I'm just old and it's finally setting in because I feel like I've exercised a lot over, over my life. So well, it's not like the moral of the story here is you shouldn't exercise. <laughs> is what? You shouldn't exercise. It's bad for you. And it gets accurate. I think that's accurate, but I'm probably gonna keep doing it. Okay. So that's it, end of story, like you're okay? <clears throat> yeah, that's my story. Oh, well, that's good. I mean I was worried that it was gonna culminate in a and so I had to have open heart surgery and yeah, that would, no, no. Okay. I've never had, you know, I've never had any heart symptoms. I, you know, like my lungs, I got asthma. I'm a, for my age, I'm like super developed in asthma, especially for somebody who's otherwise healthy. Um, I've had that my whole life, but I've never had a heart. Oh, I knocked on wood and knocked oh, the man. camera. <laughs> heart medication, I saw it. Yeah, so, oh gosh, we got to get my full mug back in there. Anyway, so is that slightly crooked like Batman? 
You're good. All right. Okay. So good. I'm I'm glad there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's that's my my first story, which is moderately interesting. Okay. The second story is what we're kind of dealing with. So, um, Justin, one of our twins, is he goes to St. Louis University, and he's over in Spain doing a foreign exchange program because SLU has a campus in Madrid, like an actual, like the uh, University of Missouri system has a bunch of schools all over the state, like Rala and UMSL and stuff. Well, SLU has a campus in Madrid. It's just SLU Madrid. And so he's been over there all semester where it's March 4th. He's been there for two months taking courses. Well, you know, you had the coronavirus outbreak in Italy. I think they're up to like 2,700 cases or something. And all the foreign exchange students in Italy have been sent home. Ooh. Yeah. And I guess they're all maybe quarantined. I heard that. I haven't read it anywhere. Well, there's like 100. Well, there were 120 yesterday and there's like 190 now coronavirus cases like south of madrid like just south like there's a big red spot on the cd i've been watching the cdc map because i want to see what's going on in madrid i'm not worried about the virus per se i'm more worried about everything that goes along with it you know from people um so we were planning on going over there next thursday for 10 days right and at this point um he's he's gonna start talk to somebody tomorrow about what his options are because he doesn't want to wait too long and get stuck there or have to be quarantined for two weeks or who, I, who knows what, you know, um, or be there and nobody can leave their house, you know, quarantine in Madrid in, in his host's home and they're out of toilet paper. So I don't know, you know, there's madness in the streets i have no idea so he's talking to somebody tomorrow to consider his options because probably by so it's wednesday now right so we were going to leave in a, a week i'd imagine by then it'll be up over a thousand cases in madrid at the since they're tracking it as closely as they are and by that point if they're up to there i think the school will be sending them home even though the school's been sending messages saying we have no plans to send anybody home at this time etc cetera, etc cetera. it's just a matter of the longer he stays the it's possible that his options for coming home are either much more difficult or, uh, you know, they could disappear yeah. altogether for some period of time. So are you going to cancel your trip regardless? Not regardless, but I'd say we're 95% there, you know. Um, hmm. I don't want to be over there while all that's happening either. Yeah. And I know they shut down the Louvre in Paris. Really? Yeah. So I don't want to go to Madrid and it's like, well, these five sites are shut down, right? And Although I kind of agree with you. I feel like, um, I mean, the virus, yes, people die and that's, that's tragic, but I feel like it's the reaction to it that's almost more dangerous. There's this sort of panic going on and I don't know, like... It, it's it's a virus. You can avoid viruses. You can. They say wash your hands thoroughly. That'll pretty much help you. You know. So it it is interesting though to see how it's affecting so much stuff around the world. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're yeah we're just totally up in the air. It's like we don't know one day to the next. I mean, it's a week away, but it's like we've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks, and now it's kind of yeah coming to a head and. I did call the airline. You can, I could, I'll be able to 
trade those tickets in on vouchers for enough for other tickets that have to be used this calendar year, which is fine. Yeah. You know, we can fly. We could probably take a couple trips for the, you know, the fares that we were paying to go to Spain. But well, never, right. to Spain. Like he's going to come back, right? Um, whether he comes back now or at the end of the semester, he'll be done in Madrid, right? Yeah. So he was originally um, going to spend the semester there and then spend a week after the semester traveling. I mean, he's already traveled to uh, Amsterdam and Brussels and Barcelona. And then at the end of the semester, we'd actually talk to our, I've got some distant German relatives and I've been able to keep in touch with some of them over time. And they were actually going to house him up and, and he was going to go, excuse me, visit them in Germany, which was going to be awesome. Yeah. I just, I just. I mean, if I'm picturing May right now, which is when the semester over is over, and I mean, if stuff doesn't slow down, they might not even let him travel, you know, internationally there in uh, Europe, which yeah. is crazy, you know? I don't know. It'll probably, it's going to get warm and I'll die. That's what the president says. So I trust him. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're all fine here. Thanks. How are you? Oh, that's a drag. I actually made some changes today. We, we were going to Cancun in July for a wedding. Um, July is a long time away, so I'm fine with it. But I called Expedia to change the uh, long story, but I called Expedia. And they said, basically, if you're not traveling in the next 72 hours, you should probably call back another time. But I had to make the changes, so I, I had to stick with it. But apparently, a lot of people are changing their travel plans. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I work for a, a major bank, right? Yes. And I work in the currency group. I don't think this is private, but I mean, our, our, uh, our foreign exchange group is, is, uh, the people seeking foreign exchange currency is down like two thirds from last year at this time. Ooh. Yeah. So that's what I think wall street's reacting to when it drops, you know, a ton because they're looking ahead to. You know, if the airlines aren't getting any business for a couple of months and, you know, supply chains and et cetera. But, yeah, we're um, it's certainly looking, looking like there's going to be a lot less foreign currency action over this in the next several months, which is super interesting. I hadn't even thought about it until today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, everything is interconnected and everything is sort of, I wouldn't say falling apart, but there's definitely some ripple effects here that, that are interesting to watch. Up here in Montana, we don't have coronavirus. It doesn't come to Montana. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it's true. Um, you know, you think about it, though. Like, this is, I think, second to Alaska. It's the lowest population density of any state. There's like a million people in the entire state. And so you live in a metro area that has like two or three million people. Yeah. Uh, I live in a, a rural area that, you know, I can't even see my neighbors. So, you know, like, not that I don't see anyone, but I feel like, in a city, you're much more prone to run into somebody who has it. So I'm not too worried. I wash my hands. It's all good. So have you heard of the uh, the conspiracy theory about Montana? Oh, no, no. It's, it's Wyoming. Oh, man. That was going to be a really good story, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> my kids talked about it when they were in high school. They were like, you know, uh, we don't believe Wyoming is actually a state. <laughs> like, what, yeah. yeah, nobody actually believes Wyoming exists. Which I, it could apply to Montana as well, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I I can't. I guess Wyoming's on the. Is Montana on the border? Yes, my, Montana touches Canada. And Idaho is between 
Montana and Colorado? Mm, no. Why? Montana and Utah. Utah's between Montana and Colorado. Mm, no. Wyoming. If I go south from where I am, I go through Idaho to Utah. If I go east and then go south, I go through Wyoming to Colorado. Okay. And if I go north, it's Canada. See, it's all the same up there. You're basically Canada south. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if the coronavirus does come here, we're just going to go to Canada. It'll be fine. It's like okay. 50 miles. Because so. it doesn't go to Canada? Right. Sometimes I wonder how I ended up here. How, how do I end up in Montana? That's a good question. How did you end up in Montana? That's a good question. Probably for another day. What time is it? I just said that. Story for another day. Man, well, we got to we gotta have some teasers here for All right. our audience well, to come back. Well, so, so what are some of the things? We've, we've talked a little bit about the things that we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, so what are some of those things you've, you've thought that we can talk about going forward? Well, I mean, you mentioned kind of the story leading up to our, our big separation when we both went our separate ways in college, but I think it'd be fun to talk about our college days, our experiences in college, our experiences after college, which include getting jobs, getting married, having kids, uh, having careers, um, retiring from our careers, and moving, having a midlife crisis. We've each had midlife crises. Yes different forms, um, talking about our journeys of faith, talking about reconnecting, talking about the fact that we still have this group of seven friends from 30 years ago, and we're still, we're still talking to each other and seeing each other, and that's pretty special. So I think from, any or all of those topics, you know, we could go through. And by the way, those seven friends range from Florida up through Montana. Right. Yeah. So everybody's moved around at different times. Well, maybe we'll get to, well, except you. I mean, you've, I mean, you went to college, but you're back. I lived in Appleton, Wisconsin for a summer. You tell that story. Okay. My professional theater days. I don't remember Appleton, Wisconsin. but okay. I know you didn't come to Appleton, Wisconsin. That's all right. I haven't been moping about it for 30 years. <laughs> 30 years? At I least. Close. Yeah. Um, so I sent you the, a picture of a uh, a lone Cheeto. Yes. On the floor of the the a bathroom stall at work. And uh, so one thought I had, and, and and like you always say, I will insert said picture of lone Cheeto into the the video in post. In post. You're always Absolutely. talking about in post. I, yeah. yeah, you've mentioned because see we screwed this video we I screwed this video up um, twice like I said this the recording and you get continually referred to oh can't you fix that in post <laughs> I mean have you been making were you making yeah. commercials yeah. I wasn't aware of I've seen I've seen your videos your pointer boys videos very professionally done you did a lot of stuff in post in those videos so. I, I guess I assumed you would do the same here. Yeah, a little much in post in those videos. Aren't you going to have like an intro and some theme music for this? Yes, and by now everybody will have seen it. Maybe I'll play it again right here. But let's pause for five seconds so we can play it again. All right. That was fantastic. 
so catchy. It's gonna be stuck in my head now. We have to, so we have to practice for responding to stuff that we're not watching because uh, I don't know how to pull something actually up on the screen without stopping the video in its tracks. <laughs> Technology. I feel like there's something I'll be learning along the way. I don't know. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so I thought, so I sent you that picture of a lone Cheeto on the floor mm -hmm. in the bathroom work. And that was, that was two or three years ago. Cause it was just something you have to take a picture of, right? There's a Cheeto on the floor of the bathroom stall. So there's a story there. I thought maybe we'd come together next time, whether that's three or four days or a week or whatever, we could each have like a one or two paragraph, like story about the Cheeto. Okay. I'll have to think about that. I know. All right. So that'll be our assignment for next time is a Cheeto story. All right. All right. And then we'll read them, read them out loud. Oh, we're supposed to write it down. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to tell the story. Well, well, you could do that. I don't care. Do what you want to do. I'll probably write it down. Oh, do improv, if that's okay. Oh, wait, we could do improv. 30-second improv? We could do improv right now if you want. I don't have it. I got to warm up. Four days to warm up for improv. That's how it works. Have you ever won any improv trophies? No, I won humorous interp trophies, oratory. Might have won a debate trophy. So I did uh, win an improv trophy. Uh, did you? Matt. Yeah. I think we won a couple of those, and it was the trophy was uh, the back end of a horse. So an ass. Yes. Sounds about right. But it was hilarious. We were we were uh, actually I managed them too, but Matt and I are a pretty good team. Yes, you were. You're talking about Matt Schneider, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a police officer. Good to know. Yeah. Don't know if I'd recognize him if he walked up to me and said, I'm Matt. I'd still be like, Matt. Oh, the funny guy. Yeah, now he's got to listen. Right. Um, I had something. What was I talking about? Uh, we were signing off, I think. No, we weren't. Look, <laughs> we have to give the people value. Yeah, but their their commute is not an hour long. Derek, Derek can listen to it for an hour. He'll be all right. You still oh. there, Derek? Crickets. And see, what happened is all of our fans named Derek are now listening a little bit closely because a little bit more closely because we've got thousands of them. We're like the Jimmy Fallon of podcasts. Um, no, there was something. What were we talking about? You you were talking about improv. Improv. Oh, and you said, so yeah, we did forensics in high school, which is normally just referred to as the, the debate team, right? Right. But, we do debate because I was for nerds. I just wasn't any good at it, I don't think. I did it once. So I, I, I did every event. So I did debate once just so I could say I did debate and yeah. did that. And we were clearly not nerds. No. In case that wasn't clear. Yes. We were the cool crowd. Boshuda. Um, so you did here. I'm going to, we'll, all right, this will be the last story. I, okay. I want to talk about the, the, uh, the HI or humorous interpretation that you used to do that you won all your first place trophies with. Yes, there was only one. Uh-huh. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and, and tell your side of the story? It'll probably be the same, but this is. I mean, my side. 
Um, well, this is this is all bogus. You, the, all those awards are are tainted. They are. They all have asterisks by them. <laughs> in the no, so I did I did a Monty Python skit uh, called the Bookshop, which is a hilarious skit. And so I I even did the voices sort of like they did on Monty Python, and uh, won all these awards. And by the time I got to like state level, you had to submit your 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 material ahead of time to in order to be uh, allowed to compete so because it was a skit it was an audio skit that i don't know we had found somewhere on a monty python lp probably and uh and so it had to come from a book it had to be printed as a, sort of a play or whatever and i had no idea uh, i don't know if it was ever in a book it was just a skit so i picked one of monty python's books they had like three books and i just picked one of them and put it like oh it came from this book and submitted it anyway uh at the state tournament one of the one of the teachers uh from the other another school had asked me you know had seen my skit and said it was so amazing and i was so talented and, uh, <laughs> definitely deserved to win state but she she was like and i saw the book that you said it was in but i bought the book and i i couldn't find it in there <laughs> and i was just i was completely frozen because here i was i just got caught um, cheating because it wasn't in a book. And so I said, well, maybe it was in one of the other books. And I named one of the other books. I don't remember Life of Brian or something like that. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go look, I'll go look up that book or whatever. So this, this woman had actually gone out and bought the book to try to find the skit. I don't think she was checking up on me. I think she just thought it was so funny. And so then I started worrying. I'm like, if this gets out, that it wasn't actually in a book, what's going to happen to me? Fortunately, I didn't go to nationals. I, I placed like in the top maybe five in state, but maybe the only top one or two actually went to nationals. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, an issue, but had I gone to nationals, I probably would have to find a different skit because they probably check a little more closely. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the story you were thinking of. If I it told is. it. Well, and just so uh, anybody's aware, humorous interpretation is when one person takes a script from a play, a, a written script from a play and backs out all the parts in the scene. So Jeff was doing the guy walking in the bookshop looking for, Ethel the Aardvark. There is quantity surveying. What? What did you say? Ethel the Aardvark goes quantity surveying. Uh, and then they don't have it. So you go into a list of other books and they're all like twisted. Don't, don't, you'll ruin it if you try it now. I can't do the family. It's a family show. I can't do that. Say what? It's a, it is a family show. It's a... It, I can't do. <laughs> you have a stop. Stop. Take the take the consonant. Really, take the consonants and tail of two cities, and yeah. uh, reverse them. And he did. And he that was the funniest part of the whole thing. Everyone laughed at that part because you said it. You, you was like, a, you can't say. You know, you it was out like a shock jock at the time. Like this is back. Yeah, in the eighties. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. You can't say Sailor Two Titties in front of the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, I don't. Disney Channel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, All right. Yeah. So you you cheated the whole way. By the way, that's a that's a, a reflection. Not cheating, but but you as a person always take the rules to the loosest interpretation possible to your to your benefit. Now, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it just tends to be what you. Oh, I get a nerve. It's like. <laughs> Feel like I feel like you and I are pretty honest folks. We, oh, I didn't say you're not honest. You just interpret stories, which I have to tell next time about how how good we are and how when we were bad. We were oh bad. yeah. 
Watch out, ladies. <laughs> we were fighting off with sticks. All right. Let's wrap. All right, sir. Until next time. Hopefully it's recorded and I'll uh, I'll get, get to post and set it up and we'll get it out there. So. Cool. Sounds good. We'll see both listeners uh, next time. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. Over and out. Bye. Bye.